a whole hour yesterday on the portal, right? And there's some names that will continue to percolate throughout the Sooner Nation. Jordan Mukes was one that came up this morning. What was our challenge? Hey, don't get caught up in the number. There's going to be a lot of guys that will enter the portal. But, you know, really drill deep into the names and kind of what you think that they mean to the depth and the future of this program. Instead of the how many, right? a little bit more on the who. And if you miss that, it's – I mean, listen, I'm not – there's – I'm not one to toot our horn. I got – I got called out for being a self-promoter because I pointed out I did a show on XM yesterday. So, Oh, no, I'm sorry. I work for the Big 12, so I'm being very careful here and cautious with my words. I don't want to trigger anyone. But I think it's a really good list, and I think we came up with a list of about five to eight dudes that if they entered the portal, they would be eyebrow brazers. Now, there's gut punches, right? There's gut punches all over this roster if they were to decide to leave. And I'm telling you right now, I think I don't think any of those gut punches are in a position where they might go somewhere. But there is one name that has been mentioned as going into the portal, and he spoke yesterday. Theo Wees was on Strengthening Oklahoma's YouTube's page. That is the collective that Dusty Dvorak and Gabe Eichert put together. It was a subscription-based service, and then literally they changed like, listen, if you want to continue to have a subscription, great. We're going to make sure you get all these special things, but there's no reason to hide these interviews behind a paywall, which I thought was really good. And there's tons. You can go back and, and watch them throughout the season. But Theo was their guest yesterday, and he had a lot of good things to say. Dusty asked him, hey, overall thoughts on, on the bowl game, what, what's your, your thought about playing, and are you going to – wait, hold on. What just happened? Something just happened in this whole thing. Oh, no. What just – Wait, hold on here. Oh, it fast. Free isn't really free. No, no, no. Free free is free on this. <laughs> it's just out of nowhere, it, it it changed. Okay, here we go. I think this is it. I think, no, no, 824 optimism, 933. Let's see if it's about right here uh, where they ask him about his future and what, what he's going to do. A bowl game. We don't know where you're playing yet. Uh, have you decided are you going to play in the there. bowl game? Also, uh, I wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be right if I didn't ask you about this. There's reports out there, at least people are saying, that you're potentially going to enter the portal. It opens in six days next Monday. Thoughts on the bowl game, and are you going to be entering the transfer portal, Mr. Weiss? For both of those, uh, I haven't fully came to a conclusion yet. i just still been talking about my family, just trying to figure out what they think is best for me, what I think is best for me, and uh, just continuing to talk to the coaches as well, too. But I, I'm not in no rush to make no decision. I know I love Sooner Nation. There you go. Snapchat would say otherwise. <laughs> would it? Is there some Snapchat stories out there that would lead you to believe something else? Yeah. Somebody, like, had the screenshot and shared it, and it was making the rounds of Theo Weiss saying that he had just gone through a breakup with the coaching staff. And Oh, well, this is interesting. Um, they asked him about optimism and how he feels about Brent Venable's approach and if he still believes BV is the guy. About the future of Oklahoma football? 100%. Um, Coach V still basically hasn't gotten a full offseason with the team yet, honestly. And I feel like that plays a big part as well, too. So they're, they're, they're going to keep striking. And Oklahoma is going to continue being Oklahoma for sure. Now – you could read into the way that There's that no was we. phrased. Right. It's not. 
we feel good about things, they're going to keep doing their thing, and Oklahoma is going to be something else. I don't, I don't think there's much mystery here. Yeah, no, he's gone. I, I think, I think he's going somewhere else. If not for football, maybe he's the type of guy that says, I mean, I'm six foot five or six foot four, whatever he is. I've been banged up. You know, I, I can play special teams. Maybe it's a situation where I turn pro with the understanding that I'm probably not going to get drafted, or but at least try to earn my way through a free agent invite somewhere. Maybe that's his process. I don't know. But you know, his if he's staying in college, honestly, I think his best bet is just to stay here. But everyone seems to have the report that he's entering the portal. He said he hadn't confirmed anything yet, but there you go. And it feels like people think, or at least, or I don't even know I'm if people speculating think, USC. Yeah, p- people keep talking about that, which feels like I don't know. There's some reason that people right. are saying that. Okay, someone had sent me the the Snapchat stuff. Oh, they did send it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you know what I'm talking right, about. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not on Snapchat to be honest. Well, with and you, I but... saw it on Twitter making the rounds. Somebody you know shared it for clout. Which way to go? Congratulations. And then and then all all day it was. Well, I got this sent to me, so. <laughs> yeah, you still chose to post it. Right, exactly. Just went through a breakup with the coaching staff. No more Sooner Born, Sooner Bred. So that could be that could be something that hit at 8. Whoa. Oh, that's when the Twitter. I was like, how did that happen last night? Well, and it. No, it was. It looked like it was from maybe yesterday morning. Right, 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 right yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at, too. But. Hmm. So okay. Theo Weiss, he's gone. He's optimistic, said all the right things, but listen, I kind of, I kind of think that no, and and I thought this isn't anything against Dusty or Gay, but I kind of think that this pretty much answered every question they could have a- asked from that point forward. Whenever he talked about OU in glowing ways, but in they a hundred percent. Coach B still basically hasn't gotten a full off season with the team yet, honestly. And I feel like that plays a big part as well, too. So they're, they're, they're going to keep striking, and Oklahoma is going to continue being Oklahoma for sure. Absolutely. Ta- talking about it with a little separation there, which, hey, go be great. Good luck to Theo. Wish it had played out a little differently for him at Oklahoma, both in terms of just – the, the injury that wiped the season away for him when it felt like last year, man, everything was primed for really Theo to maybe be Oklahoma's number one wide receiver. I know that Marvin Mims has been terrific for, uh, what, three years running now sure. at OU, but uh, the buzz around spring ball a year ago was that, or I guess, a, what, a year and a half ago now, was that it was Theo Weiss who was Oklahoma's top guy, and then obviously – injuries uh, changed that, and it just never never really totally clicked with this new coaching staff for whatever reason. So best of luck to him. I still think he can be an NFL guy. Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent, dude. I think he can be. So this – someone just texted. He's a Trojan. Eh, I don't know. But then I've had the hardest time figuring that out because there are so many guys – well, let me rephrase that. There's a handful of dudes that just destroyed that the previous coaching staff. Destroyed them. And then the next thing you know, you look up and they're there. You're like, what? What? Okay. So I guess you, you might be right. 
you might be right. Absolutely have nothing at all to do with what these guys say. And then the 405 followed up with this. He's a Trojan. Do those answers sound familiar? Being coached by Tebow what to say to avoid tampering allegations. He'll be in the portal a long time, just like Caleb, then announce when USC season is finished, he's headed to USC market down. If he's going to USC, I hope that he just just make the decision quick. Yeah, You've I, got your mind made up. There's, and, and you know what? There's no reason that Theo Weiss, even with the toxicity between Oklahoma fans and Lincoln Riley and the USC fan base, Theo's got nothing to apologize for. If he wants to play football at USC, good for him. I'm I'm rooting for him to to be great. I hope it's here. But if if you're going through that theory of oh they've got to avoid any tampering appearances or anything of that nature, I mean USC's probably going to be in the mix for much higher profile wide receivers than what Theo has on his resume right now. I mean I'm. I'm trying to say that in the kindest way possible. His best bet to be successful is to come back here, I think. Unless you're going to go to Tulsa. Um, or or follow Jaden Hazelwood to, to Arkansas. Like Arkansas. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just – they're they're not going to get Theo Weiss to make him a number one if, if no. you think that going to USC is something that's going to be like, yeah, we'll show you and we got to keep the secret. But, yeah, I'm and, – and I don't know how healthy he was this year at all. I still think my, I still think my favorite Theo Wee's moment, outside of his performance in the Baylor game, was whenever who was the Oklahoma State wrestler that got in all kinds of trouble like Ferrari or something like that. Yeah. Whenever, whenever OU played OSU last year, in Bedlam, they were honoring the. Did I just say when OU played OSU last year in Bedlam? Like, no, when they played him magically in the big matchup in Payne County. Yeah, the, the Red River game. Like, there's some other nickname to it. Gosh, I hate me right now. Come punch me in the face. But when, when OU played OSU in Bedlam, that was the game where they were honoring the wrestling team. And Theo was dressed, but I don't think he was playing. I don't even know if he took a couple snaps or not because of his injury. And they were doing the celebration between, uh, like, timeouts. And that Ferrari guy came over, he started flexing towards the Sooner huddle and took his shirt off. And Theo Wees was the guy that started walking out there to, like, yell at him or something. I'm like, listen, I, you're injured, man. You're injured, and that's a wrestler. I mean, we, we might need, like, five guys to <laughs> yeah. take him out, right? So I, I don't <laughs> – I, yeah, that's an Oklahoma State wrestler yeah, too. National with champion. all due respect, right? And and oh yeah, by the way, last time wrestler v football player <laughs> didn't go so well for us. So just can you back? Come back. Wait a second. Are you <laughs> referencing some sort of Logies incident? I don't know what you're talking about. But I will just say that'll be my forever favorite Theo Wee's memory. And and Gabe even turned to me and goes, "What is he doing right now?" <laughs> that's yeah. You don't want to mess with the level of. Uh, Organized psycho <laughs> from a wrestler. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> yeah, are, are you? Is this? Is this really like? A, uh, let me just go through these real quick because, like I said, we put all kinds of really good takes on the the prep page. Indeed. And then I get caught up in what what pops in. Uh, here's a few. I'm not wishing anyone great or good luck at USC. That's from Gunny. Um, it's in his best interest to go there. His draft stock is nil right now. I, I mean, I don't know that it's in his best guys, interest to go to USC, but it, I, his best interest is to go where he can be a one. And you've got that chance here. You know the offense, right? You're 
um, you're a known dude, even if you put on Snapchat that you just broke up with everyone. You got to go to USC and you know the offense, but you know there's a they're going to go out and get the biggest names in the transfer portal. Um, here's one: Weez will be at USC by January. I, I, I don't, I don't care. Is there? It like- doesn't. That doesn't bother me. I mean, good luck to him. I don't see him going there and suddenly becoming freaking Randy Moss, though he looked like it on Saturday night. It feels like this ship has sailed okay right it feels that way it's got all the writings on the wall the way Theo Weiss was talking wasn't a we it was a they with Oklahoma is there if I'm Brent Venables and you know I LaDamian Washington whoever I'm making another phone call right to Theo Weiss to say a lot of the things that you're talking about right here right now which is look I don't know where you're thinking about we wish you the best of luck if you do indeed leave Oklahoma but we really think that you could be great here next season. Is there any final sales pitch that could reverse this? And Oklahoma, absolutely right, should be trying to make said sales pitch. Yes, no? I see your hand raised back of the class, please. What if this is a wild theory? What if the amount of production – and talent doesn't match the headache. With certain guys, that's a question you have to ask. And that's a terrible I know I realize that's a terrible thing to say. I mean, I'm a, but I don't know. I don't know. From everything I see, every receiver seems upset whenever they don't get the ball. Right. But, you know, you've got leaders and you've got guys who have been around for a minute. So and there's you know, there is an overriding question, Josh. Do we I mean, is this LaDamian Washington's job? Do we know who the no, wide receivers so. coach is right now? I don't know. Which that would make the recruiting back a little more difficult, right? Right. Um, by the way, Gunny's on fire this morning. Wee's coming back to Norman again would be like marrying your ex two more times. Yeah, he was in the portal last year and came <laughs> back. Man, and, and listen, I'll tell you this much. It'd be a great story, though, if he right. came back and was, was I could, awesome. I could see the sideline report right now. Jenny Taft down there from Fox is like two times he was in the portal and two times he came back. Now, he's been a 100-yard receiver in each of the first four games. Third time's the charm. Um, I mean, I look, I think he's transferring, but if I'm Oklahoma, I would make one final legitimate sales pitch. Headache, sure. not, whatever right. it is. In, not that you're saying that I he don't is know. a headache. I'm just, just theorizing. Just theorizing. Peaks. Wide receivers have a – Knack for being a little pretty Madonna-ish, which, you know, just alone putting your name in the portal and then taking it out, I guess you could argue is a little bit that way, though I would encourage most athletes to explore their options, right? I think they're empowered to do that, and why not do that? Oklahoma, though, I mean, the way this thing is headed, man, they could use an experienced skill guy right now. Somebody that's been around and understands this system, so it would behoove Oklahoma to somehow win this we hear it from Brent Vittables all the time. Recruit this locker room every day. Well, try and win one little recruiting war here before next Monday. Everyone, yeah, that, I agree. If if that's what you want and that's the direction you want to go, let's see. But, look, he posted on Snapchat that it's broken up, yeah. so it's probably not going to happen. Well, sometimes, Sometimes, Josh, apparently you post the breakup just to get a little bit more attention is what the kids have told me. It's like, wait, we're broken up? Are you changed that Facebook relationship status to it's complicated, right? Off 
and on-again relationship. Yesterday, speaking of the portal, before we take a timeout here on the ref and we hear from BV, I know I keep pushing this back. I'm sorry. Um, it, it'll be next, I promise. Hudson Card. Hudson Card uh, entered the transfer portal. Quarterback from Texas. Ooh, nice little candidate for Iowa City. Do you know who I think would be a good candidate for for Iowa City? I think I I think I mentioned this yesterday for literally Iowa any State. other quarterback not named Alex Padilla or Spencer. Peters. You know, I mentioned Davis Brin for uh from Tulsa, but I heard yesterday Wisconsin's a possibility for him. Really? Yeah. So we'll see. Um but if if you're an Oklahoma fan that's just hell bent on Oklahoma going to the portal to get a quarterback. A, I, I, I think you're missing the boat. I don't think – do they have a defibrillator on the field for this guy right now in the Tunisia-France game? They literally broke out an ice pack. It's like, here's an ice pack. This will fix it all for you. Ah, oh, the Aussies. 1-0. Tunisia leads France 1-0. We have complete coverage of the World Cup right now. Josh is watching uh, one matchup in Group D, and I'm watching the other. Big Australia guy on this side of the glass. I'm all in on Tunisia right now in the upset. So, anyway, my point is I don't think Oklahoma's going for a transfer portal quarterback. I just don't. It, there might be a few guys that go in the portal at quarterback, but I don't think it's going to be the the two that matter most, and you've got a pretty good one coming in. But if you are hell-bent, hell-bent on that, I would look at Luke Altmeyer if he enters the portal from Ole Miss. Yeah, absolutely. If that's something that you just have to believe in right now, and you've got to have that with you, I don't think I think Jeff Sims is a guy that Clemson should be looking at right now, the Georgia Tech quarterback. Luke Altmeyer of Blake Shapen fame in Ilk. I just needed to see five snaps, and I'm ready to say that he's going to be a difference maker. <laughs> All right, so quick break. When do we come back? Yesterday, we got into a conversation about some of the things that stood out from the, the Britain Venables Coaches Show. It led to a bit of a tweet storm. So let's let's get the full context of it so we can all hear it together next right here on The Ref. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was hanging out with the steel man. There was something I felt like I wanted to discuss with you privately off the air, but now I have no idea what it was. Oh, did you see my present I got yesterday? You got a present? I got a present yesterday. I got two of them. You let's- know what these are? They look like some sort of battery pack. Ink cartridges? Close. They're national championship rings. Oh, yeah. No, not not close at all. Nice, man. Hey, congratulations. Uh, Jim Gass, I was doing some work over at OU yesterday, and I happened to cross paths with uh, Poppy, and he looked me up. I will say, though, for anyone with the softball team or program that is listening, these are beautiful. These are gorgeous. Can we can we snap a photo of sure, those and like tweet ahead. it out or something? The um, the Big Twelve ring is, I think, bigger than the national championship. Oh, ring. really? Yeah, it's 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 wild. But yeah, well, that's ahead. it. Just keeps getting bigger because they've won it like what a million years in a row. Yeah, nine straight times. So, oh wait, wait, are we up to ten? Are we? Up? No, they just have back to back on here. But yeah, I am. Uh, I'm grateful, man. That's really cool. Thank just you. Just go ahead and you know back to back times thirteen or however many it would be. Oh my gosh, I am. I am done. Blowed up. I am done blowed up. What's happened? What happened? Okay, here we go. I just fell behind. Um, it's a plank show right here on The Wrap. So, Steel Man, you and I were talking during the break, and we're getting into the NIL conversation, right? It's going to be a fascinating world to follow 
I think we get up to what's officially signing day, like the 21st. Um, so I don't, I don't really know what the future looks like for Crimson and Cream Collective, one Oklahoma. I love, though, the vision behind it. But if you're, it's really interesting just some of the numbers that are being thrown out there from other schools. And I know that the challenge from those who are trying to – yeah, it's the 21st, Josh. I know from those that are trying to, quote, unquote, do it the right way. Early signing period starts the 21st. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those that are trying to, quote, unquote, follow the, the rules. And there's going to be – I don't want to say strict rules, but there's going to be a universal collective slash kind of NIL plan. Man, these kids are getting smarter. Because it used to be, you'll get $30,000 by signing on the dotted line. And it was like, boom, over the line, sign me up. And now you get to places and you're like, I'm not seeing this 30K. So it's going to come down to the point where there's going to be not just because, again, it's not supposed to be used for enticement, right? Yeah. But it absolutely positively is. Well, and we are headed, if indeed what you're talking about is happening out there, somebody's going to get dinged in a big way. And whether whether it's by the NCAA or just you know simply a lawsuit, right? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it would be a slippery slope to file some sort of suit based on a verbal agreement. But if there was said verbal agreement that hey, I'm getting X thousands of dollars to come to this school, and I don't see said thousands of dollars, that would be uh, an interesting development. Yeah, very interesting. And it would be an awesome development if it happened at the University of Texas A&M. <laughs> but that's just one man's opinion. All right, so I've promised this. Uh, breaking a few rules here. I'm sorry. Um, we had mentioned that during his show on, what would that be, Monday night, there was a, you know what, this thing did it again. There was a lot of questions um, for Brent Venables about, all right, where's the program headed? What's what's next? There's a lot of Josh after six and six. I think it's fair to say there is a lot of soul searching, soul searching, and maybe more than anything else concerns. So I want to ask you before I play this, <clears throat> give me a second to cue it up. What would you say if Brent Venables calls you and says, Josh Helmer, Brent Venables here? Yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest improvements that he personally needs to make? He personally, so. Outside of just the the personnel itself? Yes, correct. They, you, you know what? You know you can't. I, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can add that. Absolutely. Well, I don't know why I'm I, trying I think to the, get I rules think, on this. I think the biggest thing that they need to get better at is they got to find what I've been defining as a momentum creator. They need a pass rusher that is okay. the number one pass rusher that's gonna go get after a quarterback and force some mistakes. They collectively really didn't have that. I mean, if you had Plank five guys that tallied about five and a half, six and a half sacks, okay, great. Well, now collectively you've got that set of game records. But Oklahoma in the past has had somebody that's a double-figure sack guy, right, or a little bit more than that. This team didn't have that guy. We thought that whether it was you know, stripped from the bowl game that he was developing into that guy. And I know injuries played a problem there, whether it was Ethan Downs developing into that guy. Oh, you could not find that guy. Now, whether that individual is currently on campus has played a significant role for this team, or if it's Lacey 
out of the transfer portal or somebody else out of the transfer portal or somebody in this signing class, uh, a flip maybe, somebody that's uh, committed to Texas A&M that maybe you can flip late to get into Norman, Oklahoma. Wherever that person may be, I think, honestly, that's the number one fix that Oklahoma needs to make is they need somebody up front that can be a difference maker. I know that's probably generic and pretty simple, but outside of just the game management elements, man, it's they got to get better up front defensively. They just have to get better there. So here was Monday night, and you can listen to Coach V kind of in his own words with the question from T-Row. What do you as a head coach want to personally improve on after this first year? Me as the head coach? You, Brent Venables. What do you want to do better? Um, what do I want to do better? This Golly, that's, a long, that's a long list. Yeah, you got uh, two minutes and 45 a, seconds to answer. Yeah, no, it's a long list. I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. Um, you know, you got to be a manager of everything, manager of people, manager of – of schemes. Let and, me ask you yeah. like this. Is there anything this year, maybe back to when you were hired till now, that you wish you had a do-over on? Wish I had a do-over on. Wish um, I had done it different. The answer could be no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really see anything that um, programmatically uh, staffing, mm-hmm. uh, critical decisions, you know, that you've had to, unfortunately, sometimes you, you got fires that you have to put out and you have to make decisions on uh, issues that are non-football and you'd like to never have any of those but that's you know that's never going to be the case and so uh, you know I would say uh, should have given our guys the playbooks earlier um, we were really focused on developing relationships for the and this is like this that's a real thing that I have said we, we, we missed probably six seven weeks uh, we first got here uh, just trying to, you know, recruit and establish relationships yeah. and, and not worry about the X's and the O's. And a lot of people will tell you when you're trying to build a, a culture, that's really the way you do it. Your, your strategy comes at the end. you got to get the other things right first from, a, you know, a root system standpoint. But, you know, I've been, I've been proud of um, everything that we've been able to accomplish. Certainly not proud of losing six games. And I got the right perspective and – uh, recognizing, you know, things that we can do better, you know, within the game, whether that's game management, that's um, schemes, that's personnel. Uh, you know, you live and learn. That's any season, you know, whether you're the linebacker coach, you're the defensive coordinator, you're the OC, you're the special teams coach, uh, all of those things. And there's, it's always to say after the fact, you know, you know, uh, Johnny on the spot, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Look what happened. Yeah, well, when you get into, into that arena, that's all part of it too. And, you know, I've had plenty of games where you've had great success when you you got, you know, 50 things that you wish you would have done different, you know, even through victory. So, um, you know. Windshield mentality. Yeah, windshield Don't look men- in the It's always about what's next, that's right. right? That's exactly and right. So, again, I, it's really – that's a pretty broad question. Uh you know, there's things from a, you know, we worked really hard to try to create depth at some positions uh, so that we're prepared, you know, worst case scenario. And, uh, you know, some of the things we did early from a, a personnel standpoint in the recruiting, you know, we got we got shorthanded on a couple of positions. I wish, you know, we hadn't. And I think choosing different guys could have maybe uh, helped that way. But, uh, you know. Anyway, again, eyes forward. 
That's right. So is that Brent Venables basically saying, hey, yes, we swung and missed on several transfer portal additions at the tail end there? Yeah. Sounded like it, right? I think it is. I think it is. Which I will will give uh, a little bit of immunity here to Venables and this staff in the sense that I just – and I – I said this on uh, the podcast platform. What too, podcast is that, Josh? That is Locked On Sooners. Yes, which you can find it on anywhere. The it, Tube of Views. That's right. Yeah, YouTube's a good way and just any podcast platform. But, man, I just don't think, and we've hashed this conversation out too, Plank, the lifeblood of the program, it can't be via the transfer portal. You can, you can nickel and dime a little bit. Thank you. But, Thank you. man, I just think probably, honestly – what Oklahoma got out of the transfer portal this year, I don't know how much better you're going to do than that, right? You got C.J. Colden by the end of it that was a legitimate defensive difference maker. You got your quarterback who was, contrary to popular belief by some, pretty good for you. Pretty solid, serviceable Big 12 quarterback. National championship, Heisman winning, Heisman Trophy winning, okay, a little bit of a discussion there. I don't know, I don't know that you're going to get – Eight guys that are going to be a contributor for you year after year out of the transfer portal. It has to be via the 22 class, via the 23 class, via the 24 class. That is the lifeblood. Preach, Josh Elmer. Preach the message of the Plank Show. Preach the message that for some reason no one really cares to hear. You're going to see examples of guys in the transfer portal that are going to excel at other places. And when they leave your school and go somewhere else and excel, it sucks. But those places that have a championship culture, they're not built on the transfer portal. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, they're not. There's going to be dudes that are in their lineup, they bring in. But it's not going to be more than maybe one guy. Unique situation at a place like USC, which, again, I think is going to be an anomaly more than the norm. But we'll see. It helps when that quarterback is a Heisman Trophy winner that you bring in. Indeed. And Addison, oh, by the way, was a Belitnikoff award winner. I mean, you bring those two in, sure. And and a top ten pick. You have the number one pick next year in the draft at quarterback and you have a guy who might be the first or second receiver off the board at wide receiver. And we'll see. Maybe that's how USC will do business going forward every offseason, but I don't even know that that's a guarantee for them. No, me neither. Me neither. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's unfathomable. But here we are. All right. Um, you think anything, anything more to add on that? It's funny because the person that I talked to that, Thought the, that that asked the question. Oh, I mean, T. Row, his takeaway was the given their playbook Sooners, and I think our takeaway was it probably took a few guys either out of the portal or a late signing that they didn't necessarily need. That I mean, which and I don't know. I'd have to ask Parker. Those would be the two, the, right. the most notable yeah, thing. Absolutely, right there. I, but I don't know of any guy that was a late ad last year. But I really feel like that was more about the portal. And I would also say this too. Toby does a great job, and look, you got to ask Coach. Toby, got, he's about ready to crush you. No, 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 Hold no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I, 
he, he's got to do the show, right? He's got to ask him questions, and that was sure. a great question. And it got two pretty, pretty thought-provoking responses. I do think, though, that Venables one month and two month from now will have a better response to said question. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, it was a great question. Just Fan- and, and he fine-tuned it, too, is I, what T. Rowe did. And I guess what I'm saying is I don't know that Venables has thought his way through all of that yet. Oh. But I think one month, two months from now, he'll have a pretty good indication, you know, here's where I didn't get things right, here's where we got things right, you know, so on and so forth. Oh, you know, when we come back, when we come back, I'm going to read the first sentence of this text message. Guys, I respectfully disagree with both of you. Will we have our first blocking of the show? No, now, we'll get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line next right here on The Ref. But you know, uh, I know you're not a wrestling guy, but last night I discovered a TV show. Now, and to be fair, during, during OU football season and then heading into OU softball season. Yeah, you're booked up. I don't really get to ingrain myself in the Netflix world. I think I had, what, the, the documentary about the, the German robbery and hijacking that kind of I was able to watch and dominated this show for a while. But last night. Yeah, that was good. What was that called again? See, everyone asking that, and I forget it. Uh, just Google German kidnapping Netflix. <laughs> I know, and you'll find crazy. it. Crazy. And that's when you'll find it. With the, the journalist interviewing the person and everything. Yeah, sitting in the car with him with his phone, smoking a cigarette, lighting a cigarette <laughs> for him. He's like, what, what are we doing right what now? What a different world. Right. I mean, literally, a uh, <laughs> in, in America, if that happens, you probably have a sharp shooting assassin that blows his head right, off. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but anyway. Back to the point here. It's the Plank Show right here on The Ref. I, last night, watched something called Tales from the Territories. And it, uh, I'm, an old, I'm an old school wrestling fan, peeps. Love me some JR. Tales from the Territory has got to be one of the coolest shows I've ever seen on TV. So what is it? It is, so I, I won't get into a wrestling history story here with you, though I'll save that for a May, June, or July show. But basically, before WWE, every... Like region, like South and maybe North Carolina, played. They had these wrestling territories. Okay, and they were telling the story of the Carolinas. Oh, that's which, cool. That's where like Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, son of a plumber, Dusty Rhodes came from. It was really cool. I just, if you're a wrestling fan and you don't already listen to 83 Weeks, Grilling with Jr., um, something to wrestle with. Hold on, I've got a few other pods that I listened to. Tales from the Territory on Vice. Very much worth your time. Who was the female bodybuilder? China. uh, Well, I don't know. Go ahead. I just, you said female. China or Baby Doll after what I watched last night. Maybe it was Baby Doll. There was a recent documentary that they just put out where Uh the female bodybuilder, like, murdered her husband. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was a big thing in the 90s. I have that one to watch. That's actually – that's one of those that I started watching on Netflix Do you remember that happening? I don't remember that happening. Okay. I don't remember that happening until I saw the Netflix documentary. It's great. It. You'll, you'll enjoy Am it. I, I mean, like it's, it? it's dark. Don't get me wrong, but it's Should it's I watch, watch it with my wife or not? <laughs> I, would, I don't know. Probably not. Um, but, yeah, I'm starting to dive back into things that are on the DVR that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. Tales from the Territory was up first, and it was really, really good. Which probably much more uplifting than my said documentary. Also, I'll add, 
Um, the MLB Network playing the Naked Gun, while I'm a fan of it, there's like one baseball scene in the movie. Is the Dark Knight a football movie now? I'm not complaining. It's basically just how can we get views on the uh, network during the offseason. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Get back to sports guys ringing in my dome. Guys, I respectfully disagree with both of you. Okay. My answer to that question, and by the way, show context if you're just jumping in. We played the cut where Brent Venables was asked by T-Row in the morning show what, you know, if he had a take back, if he had a D.O., if he had a do-over, what would he do? Mulligan. My answer to that question would be that BV needs to do a better job of playing the game, so to speak. What I mean by that is he is going to have to learn to adapt and evolve to this new sport we call college football. Mm -hmm. I personally can't stand it, and I'm sure he can't either, but it is here to stay. I think Brennan Venables realized that midway through this season – and I think the University of Oklahoma has realized that. So to your point, Brent Venables, I think, knows. And right. that's why we've seen this Crimson and Cream collective, and we've seen the powers that be treat this collective differently than they treated any of the other collectives to this point. So I think they understand now, not that they totally didn't then, but I think they're getting that, oh, if we want to if we want to remain at the forefront of college football, yes, we're going to have to play the game to some degree more so than maybe they wanted to even as as recently as last spring. The standard is still going to be the standard though. You're not gonna see a change. And I, I think, bro, that is such a that is such a great counterpoint. I mean, I can't even tell you. How great of a point that is. I mean, if I if I could give you um, whatever giveaways we have, I would because it 16 is – 16 ham sandwiches. You, you get – that's right. Next time you see me, ham sandwich on me. But I would say – I would say that Josh hit it on the head. The realization of, all right, let's go. What's the, what's the quote that I talk about from Thad quite a bit? And I love me some Thad turnip seed, man. Whenever he said this fan base hasn't really experienced true pain, well, we have now. <laughs> okay, we're here. Well, here's some true pain. At least back. not since '98, right? right. We're we're in, we're in some pain right now, so let's make sure this doesn't happen again. But and, yeah, and and OU, I don't think is going to take the same approach with NIL that they're they're dipping the toes in the water, right? They're not just <laughs> diving into the deep end of the pool. No, but they're they're hanging around the pool now. They're they're at Teradyne Country Club. For all right. of my Wichita friends. Absolutely. All right. Um, great text. Unfortunately, I fell behind, so let's get a break. And then when we come back, we'll hit up on all the uh, all the incoming Air Comfort Solutions text right here on The Ref. This is – I don't know if it mattered in the overall standings, but we're watching World Cup this morning, the finals of Group D. France just scored in the eighth minute – of eight minutes of injury time to tie Tunisia at one. Stoppage time? What did I say? Injury time? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think it's called that, too. Um, in fact, I think that's what it was always called. But, yeah, France was down 1-0, and in that eighth minute, 
they get a goal to knot it up at one. Does that affect this group at all? It didn't matter anyway, right, because Australia had won, so they were going to move on regardless. Yeah, I'm pretty sure France is the winner of Group D and Australia is the runner-up. Yeah, I think the only way that they had a chance was if they would have been able to hold on to win and yeah, I, and, and then maybe uh, Australia would have lost. Which, by the way, who – okay, so Go who ahead. is Group C? Who's in Group C? Do we know? Group C of said World Cup? Yeah, who's going to win Group C? Because that's who Australia will play next, and the winner there would play the winner of the Netherlands and the United States. Well, that's today. You get Saudi Arabia and Mexico, and then Poland and Argentina is the way that it looks there. So who's leading Group C? Um, as it stands Mexico? right now. Uh, I don't – hold on a second. I'm having to pull it up here real quick. Netherlands, the Dutch. Wait, hold on. Why did I get Group A? Some I told you when they switched on Google. All right, here you go. Poland currently reads, uh, leads Group C. Mexico is DFL right now. So they're not advancing. Doesn't look like it. They need some help today. They're still alive, uh, but they need some help. They need a win and a lot of help around them. It's looking like Poland and Argentina are in a good spot to potentially advance. They're out of Group well, C. Put me in the camp that I think it would be awesome if the United States and Australia played in the quarters. Probably not going to happen, but would be pretty sweet. This is one of those moments where I just double-check everything. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so Poland four points, Saudi Arabia three, Argentina three, and Mexico one. Quick break. I, I promise you, we're going to get to text before we get to the top five stories of the day next.